Oh, it didn't say this podcast is being recorded. It said it for me. Did it? What's this? Is this 53? It is 53. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast, episode 53. Did you want to do um, anything for this episode, mate? You said, you, apparently, guys, Reese doesn't like the would you rather or the um, quick fire questions. I think they're quite good. And I'll tell you what, I'll do a poll on Spotify. I think we should do something like that each episode. Let us know what you think. Reese doesn't like it. I just think they're, they're a bit, they're not generic. I just think there's nothing, there's not much substance. That being said, like, you could argue most podcasts, there's not much substance. Yeah, that's it. Like, just, I think people just like, people just like chat, don't they? Like, majority of this podcast, majority of this podcast is us just chatting. Like, obviously, we'll answer questions and stuff, but a lot of it is us just chatting shit. Yeah. No, that's what it is. That's what it is. But yeah, how's your week been, mate? Did you want to start off? Do you want to do, you want to do an announcement? Do you want to do a... Um... Not, it's not an announcement, is it? We'll just apologise if we offend anybody with anything that we say. Um, so obviously, Tom, if you're still listening to us, we do apologise. If you have um, you know what? Fuck them, guys. Yeah, I won't like him anymore. Especially you. Um, but no, like obviously people will have probably seen it on social media like we don't mean to offend anybody like we just take the piss out of everything um we take the piss out of loads of things in the industry we never mean to deliberately single someone out and we wouldn't do that and tom knows us like if we spent loads of time in person with tom we would joke with him about different things like we take the piss out of each other all the time it's like a main banter kind of thing so tom knows that we don't need to go into it um but if anybody is ever offended by anything on the podcast it's Please feel free to message us, but also please know we are not deliberately like offending you. We would no. never mean to do that, but yeah, like things before, get things get misinterpreted. Like yeah, All right. Let's move on. Do you want to do the would you rather's, or do you want to do anything like that, or do you want to just crack on? We've got. Is it going to be a short? Do you want to do a random? Yeah. Would you do you want to do two would you rather's randomly? Randomly. Yeah. So. Send me a link, and what we'll do is we'll just scroll. And Why don't you two go on your own say, phone, mate? Okay, fair enough. I do enough for this podcast. Sorry, mate. Would you rather questions? Well, and then click on a random website and then go through there. Would you rather be forced to sing along or dance along to every single song you hear? Forced to dance along or sing along? Dance. Really? 100%. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather sing. So. Nah, Not a voice I think really awkward. Imagine in the gym. In the gym, mate, every song that gets played. Like, You're dancing. You'll you be able to do, do a set. And... You could kind of sing and do a set. Yeah, but imagine like top set of a hack and you start singing. <laughs> yeah, imagine and, dancing. Then imagine dancing. You wouldn't be able to dance, would you? Yeah. It would be a bit of a challenge, actually, now I think about it. Yeah, fair enough. I actually got asked by Geo Ashley. Our would you rather would be from Geo Ashley. He asked today. Um, so when it comes to Geo, let's have a look at what he said. Uh, would you rather... Actually, I've got two would you rather questions. Would you rather have tattooed on your forehead, itchy ass, or... No, would you rather have tattooed on your forehead, itchy ass, or permanently have an itchy ass? <laughs> I'd rather permanently have an itchy ass. I wouldn't want anything tattooed on my forehead. You wouldn't. Fair enough. And then I've got another one, mate. 
Josh Jenkins, this is about you. Would you rather drag your balls over sandpaper for a mile or do a full rep on the hack? It's about both of us, that. Not about me, mate. My hack's a full run now, bro. Yeah, because you copied what Extended. I said. You copied me. Mm, I don't know about that. Um, what what was it? Would I rather have? I'd rather do a full rep on the hack. It's not really a question, that is it, mate. I don't want to drag my balls across sandpaper. If you're gonna joke, <laughs> if you're gonna take the piss out of us, mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer it very seriously. I'd rather do a full rep on the hack. Fair enough. I got Josh, quite a few questions actually. Yeah, hopefully, Josh, we haven't offended Josh. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully not. Um, right, one more each. Um, Would you rather have telekinesis, which is the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? It's quite good, that. Would you rather yeah. be able to move things with your mind just by like looking at it, or would you rather be able to read people's minds? Read minds, because then I'd like be able to go to a business mentor and I'd be able to see if he's just looking at me. At I'm not even charged, not get charged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'd like to read minds. Mate, ima- like imagine good. though, imagine the mate, that'd be horrendous. Like, especially if it was uncontrollable. And it would end up being because you'd just want to know what everyone was thinking. Like it'd be that'd be a mess. Yeah. You'd be a state, you'd be depressed within a week. Yeah, I'd say so. Imagine you walk by and somebody like you just look at somebody and they look at you and think, What a fucking gimp. Imagine though if it was like, oh fucking hell, he's massive. Then you'd be like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you like, hey. imagine it's the other way, or like it's just you walk past a, a guy who happens to like guys, and then like you can just sense that somebody's looking at your ass because it pops into your head like, oh, he's got a good ass, and you're looking around. Like, I wonder who's that. No, I feel <laughs> like you'd have to a, control it. You'd have to want to read their mind. It doesn't just happen. Otherwise, you'd have everybody's thoughts in your head constantly. It'd be horrible. Yeah, it would be. Wouldn't be nice. To be yeah, fair, though, moving right. things with your mind. I'm not going on a website. Moving things with your mind isn't really that practical, is it? No, it's really not. I don't that, there's a, there's an odd few cool. times where it'd be like, oh, that'd be good. Like, if you needed to move your car or something, you just went, oh. like, that'd be sound. Yeah. But when else would you use it? Like, if someone was going to die, you needed to move something that was too heavy. Like, other than yeah. that. Or let's say you're doing like a, like a dumbbell RDO and you don't want to move, you don't want to do the stupid shit and you don't want to move the dumbbells. So like the 80s, you know, Rotherham, absolute ball leg to pick up. I wonder if so you'd you be really, really strong because you can just move it with your mind. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if that's what, that's, that's what Keefe does. That's how Keefe is so strong, mate. He's got telekinesis. <laughs> telekinesis. I'll tell you what, it's he's got telekinesis ball. in. Yeah. Keefe that's what we'll start saying now. Now anyone, anyone we see that's really strong will be like, Bullshit, like telekinesis. He's not. You don't even train. Telekinesis. Just telekinesis. Yeah, exactly. Well, how have they got really good legs? <laughs> don't know. Tele- probably, probably a bit of bro. telekinesis. Yeah. yeah Hundred <laughs> milligrams of telekinesis. Three hundred <laughs> milligrams of telekinesis on Monday. That's what it is, right? Um, so I've only got about seven or eight questions, mate. And to be fair, two of which were one, um, the would you rather. So if you want to go through yours, feel free. Okay. So Will Razo. Good old Will Razzo has asked me a question in the DMs. So he put, question for pod. What things would you consider when coaching a client whose work environment is changing? E.g., one week they have a vigorous labor job moving heavy stuff, and the next week they have an office task to do all week. 
Does it involve more input from the client and possibly more tracking options in Google Sheets, e.g. how vigorous was work, then input scale one to 10? So to be fair, like I think it depends on the actual sort of severity of the difference. Like if it's a huge difference, then I would generally be like, right, here's your, let's say, labor macros and here's your, let's say, sedentary job macros. If it was that drastic, usually it's not that drastic. It's usually like, okay, I've got a pretty active job. Some days I'm, I'm like doing heavy lifting. Other days I'm still on my feet a lot you know, I'm, I'm not as busy, but yeah, like you could easily do that. You could easily have a set structure for when they have their more sedentary days and you have a set structure when they have their more physical days, like you would have a training day and an on-training day target. Yeah. So you could have, if you were setting them out, let's say on Google sheets, you could have, right, here's your physical days macros. I've done this with clients before. They don't have training day and non-training day macros. They have work day and non-work day. So I might have a client who works four days on three days off. And those four days are, let's say really, really busy, active, 12 hour on their feet, you know, moving a lot of heavy stuff, whatever their job is. Um, and then I'll have them on workday macro, macros and non-workday macros. So it's the same kind of thing. You could do that. Um, I wouldn't recommend giving them loads and loads of different targets. Like I wouldn't have a train day, a non-train day, a train day work day, a train day non-work day, a training day sedentary work day. Like it would be too much. Just give them two options like, and be like, right, when you're having your, your busier days, your more active days, this is what I want you doing. This is your food. This is your expenditure. When you're having your less active work days, this is what I want you doing. This is your food. This is your expenditure. And you would generally try and work it. So they're probably training a little bit more on their less busy days and try and potentially work around. So you might have them on, let's say a four, a four day per week split, and they might be working five of those days. So you have two, two weekend days that they train and then they train on the two of the work days. But then let's say on the sedentary work week, they could easily train the four days like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then they could have potentially like the weekend off or the weekend could carry over into the next week. Like these are all things that you would discuss with the client, but yeah, I feel like that's covered it enough. Um, just, it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Uh, it's not going to be that meticulous where all of a sudden they just gain 10 pounds because they had a, an office job for that day or whatever. Um, so yeah, just prepare it sort of in that way. So you've got two different scenarios. Mate, yeah, you spoke for the last five minutes. Can't really say too much. Yeah, that's the end of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. good answer. So, uh, did he say tips as well? I think hey? he might have said tips. Uh, did he say tips on how to like manage at the start? Because I think the the standard kind of structure would be would be key, and establishing kind of your routine regarding. Like, said, you what, know, what would you consider if it was your client? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just looking at generally, like like you said, it's going to be in a way, you know what you have in front of you. Like I always say this to clients, like when it comes to work, you're not just called up randomly. In like sometimes it could happen, but the vast majority of times you'll know, right, I'm in this week doing this. And then you just plan accordingly. So if you know you've got a busy week, you just need to be on it with your structure, your bedtimes, your wake up times, your meal times, your training times, etc. need to be on it. And then also at the same time, from a coach to client standpoint, if I had a client apply, and they said this to me initially, I wouldn't be out the gate being like, right, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. You can. And I've had clients where they have like football demands or sporting demands or work demands and we'll make manipulations. But usually it's like, right, let's just build up a good relationship, see how data is interpreted and then go from there. And you'll notice signs that like you'll see things pop up 
And I think a good thing from a coaching standpoint is as you get more experience, you can really highlight those sorts of red flags a little bit earlier than they actually are kind of perceived from a normal kind of setting. And I think as long as you can look for those, you can go, right, this isn't working, let's make a change here. But usually it's just a case of assessing and going from there. So, yeah. Um, we got a question, Max Fowler Fitness. Now he's asked this, I think a few times, he's DM'd him, so I do apologise, Max. I think Max has asked, he's not one of your clients, is he? Max Fowler Fitness? No. Yeah, no. I feel like he's asked us a few questions before. I didn't know if he was one of your clients. So he might have been one of mine. I've got too many at this point. I can't, I can't, can't think of all the Can't names. keep track. I just, yeah, I just, I just look at him and think, go Cardless number 53 or go Cardless 350. I'm like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, in all seriousness, he's put tips for sunbed slash reducing a chance of cancer. Well, to be fair, reducing chance of cancer would be probably to die instantly because everything gives you cancer. So if you don't want cancer, die now that's what i'd say if you want a serious answer i would wear sun cream as much as it's a ball ache to do it wear sun cream gonna reduce your chances obviously there's no such thing as like a healthy tan like ultimately any kind of tan whether it be from the sun or whether it be from sunbeds is going to increase your risk of of skin cancer also just increase your risk of aging increase your risk of, of any kind of skin damage but using obviously sun cream with like uv protection is your best bet and it's one of those where it's like a bit annoying because you might use sun cream and go on for 10 minutes and not get as much of a tan as if you didn't but generally what's better for you getting a bit of a tan or protecting your skin a little bit more also you could just not use them like you don't have to use them i have clients that say i don't really want to use them um because i would generally recommend it you know in the run-up to a a contest like when you you wanting to put your tan on if you have a bit of a base tan already in terms of your actual skin color the tan's going to probably look better but i have clients who are like i don't, don't want to do it which is fine like and also i would look at your um like genetic component in terms of have any of your family members suffered with cancer or skin cancer especially then obviously you're going to be at a greater risk of, of catching it or getting it but yeah like ultimately it's not going to be safe 100%, but then a lot of things that we do aren't 100% safe. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's one of those kind of situations where, like, unfortunately, any, but anything can give you cancer. Some beds can promote a higher chance, 100%. Is it guaranteed? No. You could be an individual who goes out in the sun, gets burned once, and gets skin cancer. Like we've said as well, like, you, know? you, you could get run over by a bus tomorrow. Like, you know, there's... If you if you were to overthink those things, and then obviously there's there's caution. We're not saying don't be cautious, like but we're just saying like if imagine if you were to overthink all those things, like you'd just be a, a stress head constantly. So be safe and you know, manage it as best you can, but also just understand that everything that we do comes with a risk. What do you do, Sunbed protocol now, mate? Two lots a week? I haven't been on for ages, mate, I'll be honest with you. Poor. Too busy. I yeah, too busy. Yeah, I'm like two times two times a week for like my sunbed's not as powerful as like a normal sunbed. So it's about yeah. your three or four minutes extra. If so I had like one, 40. like obviously you're, you've got one at the office, haven't you? Your mum's office. Yeah. Like I'd, if I had one, I'd probably, it'd be easier. But I mean, to be fair, I can't complain. There's one, there is a sunbed right there. It's like two minute walk, but it does close early. It closes at like six. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I, I haven't had a chance recently. Um, I do need to get back on top of it though. Cause when I get lean in this diet, I don't want to be pale and lean. I want to be shredded and, and tanned. 
Oh, but you don't want to be like that nasty pale, you know, that like when you really lean, you pale, it looks quite cool because it's just yeah, nasty. But I'm not going to get really lean, am I? I'm just, just going to get a bit leaner. Yeah. Right. Well, AJ was you need to be a lot leaner. I know, AJ he was, was, like, AJ was calling him out. Yeah, he was yeah, like, don't get instantly. Phil was like, oh, I'm dieting. And AJ was like, good, good, you should be. And he was like, like what do you get into? He mess. was like, and Phil was like, ah, oh, thinking like, Probably one nine five two hundred. Probably get to two ten. He was like, "Don't get above two hundred, mate. Don't get above two hundred. Do not get. You do not need to get this fat again. Don't ever get this fat again." Finn, look at where you are now. You should never look like this again. This isn't, if this I isn't what happened. You, it was kind of like that. And uh, it wasn't was like, really, was it at all? No, no, no. It was. It was a nice conversation. And to be fair, I do actually agree. Like, it means the prep is going to be easier. I personally think. I think two hundred would be a bit low. I think I think I'd be sound if I started at two mate I'd be sound you'd be sound anyway you'd get it off but I think probably maximum I'd want to start would be 210 which is what I said before I'd like to start at the same weight as last time which was 207 because I can be like right this is how I looked at 207 last time when I started this is now and that's what I kind of want to do realize that you've you've made no progress then I look back and go ah natural body jump straight on gear yeah no, no progress at all Start yeah. three years afterwards it's no state no, no, no difference in body weight step on stage the same weight get third again and you're like fuck i haven't even got any better right this is from curtis curtis james borum who is my client now he's signing i'm signing up today um so yeah thank you for the question mate so he asked to become most optimal human of all time should i wear my blue light blockers in hot shower pre-bed Yes, of course, mate. If you're not already doing that, what are you playing at? Yeah, exactly, exactly, hundred percent. I think you should, I think we should be wearing blue light blockers. Like, in all seriousness, second. like I shower, I shower in the dark. Yeah, I know you say that, don't you? Yeah. Shannon hates it. <laughs> like we go down, obviously we go we go down to bed together because our living area is upstairs, like where I am now. We'll go down to bed together, and I make sure all the lights are off. And she's like, she keeps trying to turn the lights on. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I hate it. So yeah, you'll slip over in the shower. No, I we have a little we have a little duck light. You remember that fin the duck thing that I told you about? Yeah. yeah. So Shannon, there's this thing called fin the duck, um, and it was like sponsored on Instagram all the time. I bet people will know what I mean. Basically, Shannon bought me it, so it's like a little duck that you press and it's light. So we use that. Um, But at the minute, because it's still light outside when we go to bed, I just open the blinds a tiny bit, just like a little bit of light that comes in, which is quite nice. And then mm. I can see when I'm, I'm not in pitch black in the shower, like not a clue what I'm doing, using like shaving cream on my head. I, I know what I'm using, but I do keep it like dark. Otherwise, I mean, imagine going to like, if you shower in the dark, if you, if you chill out before bed, like you've got your room quite dark, like you've got your blue light blockers on, you maybe got TV on, but quiet and you know, brightness is down. And then you just go in <laughs> have a shower with the lights on. In my opinion, you're a psychopath. I, I said to Sanaya the other day, so do you see the light above me? So she sits, she's lying underneath that at like half nine and like at night. And I'm like, I look, I come in, I'm like, that's criminal. I was like, there's a lamp. Turn the lamp on. Yeah. Just, I, was, I, was like, I, I don't know how, I hate But light. people, hate if light. you've not, like, if you haven't implemented it, like Shannon, for example, like Shannon could stare at a light for three hours before bed and she'd just fall asleep like that. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't really give a shit. And she hasn't implemented trying not to do that. So like, because we have, and because like, I know how much better I feel going to bed in a relaxed state, you know, not being 
exposed to blue light for hours before or at least being exposed to a lesser dose like i know that i feel a lot better like if i was to go and just have a shower and put the light on i'd be like oh like it's, it's an old vampire that's what i feel like yeah. it's eroding so yeah you you could put them on or you just turn the light off and shower in pitch black mate yeah. Do you, you ever you watch the I am? You ever watch I am Legend? Yeah. You ever watch I am Legend? You know when the the night time comes and like the zombies come out, it's like yeah. watch goes like. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. It should be like that, and your glasses come down instantly the second at a certain time. You're like, boop, boop, fuck, glasses on. Shit, yeah, right. Like they're attached to your face. To be fair, yeah. mine are. I sleep in mine. Yeah, I know you said that before. That's bonkers, mate. I even I can't the other day I can't see anything. Like my Apple Watch have to take it off. The other day I slept with the eye mask on, and then my blue light blockers on top because the eye mask. I need to get a better one. The eye mask that I've got is one that Shannon had. It's like a pink one, so it's like if it's still quite light outside, and mm. even with our blinds down, like some light comes in. So I had the blue light blockers on top to make it even darker. But I looked really cool, mate. That's optimal, that. I am pretty optimal with stuff like that, yeah. You need to make like uh, the most optimal man going and just do generic sort of fitness stuff. So, like, it yeah, would be we'll blue up. light glasses. So, you know, what would you say? We'll end up offending people. I'm being serious. <laughs> like, I don't want to be... I want to be PC and just be nice. Just be no. nice. What about, like, some wrist straps? on so grip isn't a limitating factor in any day-to-day life Not like all, they're all on the phone getting back to clients they're getting back to phone and they're like strapping up so their phone can't slip out their hand i had someone they're say to me on my youtube they asked me if i strap into a cup of tea or strap into the steering wheel when i'm driving because i was like talking about using straps Didn't make me strap, on, I strap on to your mum every night good comment to be fair yeah. Right, I've got quite a lot of questions, mate, and we really haven't got long. So, should right, we like come on then, Finn? Go through them, through? please. Right, Miles yeah. Mason, what's each of your favorite Pokemon? And then he put, I want a proper answer and an angry face. Good question. Um, oh, yeah, I, uh, I liked Pokemon Emerald. I liked it's either Rayquaza or Rayquaza. I quite liked him. He was a legendary Pokemon. He was hard to get because you had to, to get up to like this sky location and you have to jump over these things with your bike it was a right ball like i had all the reggies so i'd like reggie rock reggie ice reggie steel um i like latios i think that's the blue the red one latias is the blue I, the, there's two of them mate i was a pokemon geek back in the day i'm trying to think if i have like one pokemon that i absolutely loved um you're a bit more angry birds aren't you no i'm not i was way much more <laughs> you are. Geek. where's uh, all your I, pikachus I, in your room then you got angry birds everywhere yeah, I know. I need I need to get some um, some Pikachu, no, some some Pokemon like Pikachu. Pikachu is my favourite, mate. Absolutely love Pikachu. Ah, such a boring answer, mate. I don't have a clue, do I? I don't know any other. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, like I'm going to go. Someone who doesn't know about football, who the favourite po- footballer is, yeah. going to say Ronaldo or Messi. Maybe Gen, like maybe Gen One or two, like Blastoise. I like Blastoise. Mate, Let's go right, with Blastoise. We get it. I we like get it. You quite you 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 know some Pokemon's. Well done. Right, next question. Here's mate. Um, Theo Constantine. So he's put yeah. for an SAS job, six week mini cut. How yeah. much would you cut your cows? What is the min you'd well, go? Firstly, Theo, Theo, be careful with that sort of terminology now, mate. Thanks. So, SAS job, Theo said it, we haven't. 
Um, how it would depend on what his cow. What did he say his cows were already at, or are we just going to give a percentage? Because you can't really give. A how percentage. much would you cut your cows? What is the as much you as needed, mate? As much as needed. Six weeks, you're not really going to lose that much muscle. Like you could you be could, really. You aggressive. could pretty much do like solely protein and fats. You could you could like if you if you needed to. Like you'd feel like shit, but you'd get lean pretty quick. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend just doing that off the bat. But if you were really needing to get a good amount off in that time you could do like a protein sparing sort of fast kind of thing but i would again i don't want to say like oh how low would you go but ultimately try and make sure you're getting enough complete protein per meal which is probably going to be at least like even if you're a smaller individual we're going to be looking at probably 150 grams protein plus like up towards maybe 250 to 300 depending on how big you are keep your carbs as low as you possibly can and keep your fats at a healthy level. I wouldn't be looking at going any lower than 30 to 40 grams. Yeah. Good answer. Thanks, mate. Um, Chip Johnson, who is my client, he's doing well as Chip, Chip Diddy Chip. Why are there so many shit coaches? Even some of the top guys don't put effort in. Yeah. Hours, mate. Yeah. Um, mate, I'm I'm a top guy, you're not, so I don't know why I'd include you into that. Yeah, exactly. Um, saying you don't put any effort. Yeah, and you're not a top guy. And all I care about is social media and fame and our egos. So yeah. But uh but no, in all seriousness, it's it's a shame. It's un, there's not a skill boundary or entry. Names can take you a, a, a long way. Uh, I was saying like when I have like not in my bio, or maybe I'm not gonna have it in my name, but if it's in my bio IFBB Pro, people will see that and think, oh wow, he must be such a good coach. And I'd hope that at that point people look at me and don't think, oh, he's just a men's physique pro. That's it. It would be where I don't oh, think recently. anybody thinks that. I don't think anybody thinks, oh, he's an IFBB pro, he must be a good coach. I no, think no, but they, no, they get just... that. I, mean, I don't mean that enough. Yeah, they assume, oh, he must know what he's doing. I want to be coached by him. Yeah. I want to look like I him. I think it's, and... it's attractive. That's what it yeah. is. It's not, yeah. I don't think people who sign up with no, IFBB no, no, no. pros just because they're IFBB pros, they don't yeah. do that because of their, their coaching prowess. They do it because, oh, that's cool that they're an IFBB pro. That might yeah. be something they want to do in the future. Or they just pick someone who looks good. Yeah. Like, which is... For, in, in my opinion, for people who maybe aren't going to be the best of clients, that's kind of what their go-to is. Is just, oh, that guy looks good or that girl looks good. I want to look like that. I'm yeah. going to apply for them. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I worded that not the best. You, you got it spot on. Um, but yeah, it's we, we've said it before. Like you can get, you can if you have a big name, if you have a, a pro title, if you have whatever, like you can just be a popular individual. It doesn't mean you have to be a really good coach, and you can get away with not being a good coach, unfortunately, because people get into it and think, oh, I don't have to work that much in comparison to to what you could do, and I can just let's say coach and make a decent income. And I don't think that's not that's right, but unfortunately, in any industry, that things like that happen. So. Right, I'm just going to stop it and send you a new link, mate. Let's go. Okay, we're straight back in. Um, Chip Johnson also asked, favourite book or favourite author? And then he put both both you and Reese. and then he put, if Reese can read. <laughs> Good one. Um, it's funny because you can't, so you ain't got yeah, a clue, have you? No, no, I can't. That's why I get all my clients to voice note check-ins. They text and I'm like, excuse me, can I have that in a voice note? Or I put it in, yeah, I'm like, I can't read that. Um, I haven't read a book since school. 
I liked a, a Silver Sword, the Silver Sword. It was a, a war book about a Jewish bloke who lost his family. That one inspired given... you to win an overall and get your own sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. That would be a. That's a good Instagram post. That. Cheers. Man. <laughs> I once read content. this book, and yeah. I liked it. No, I, I did. I liked How it. I yeah, am the main a, character. Uh, main character in every scenario. Uh, but yeah, it was a World War Two book. War book. That was it. That's the only book that I thought was decent. What about you, mate? Have you ever read any good books? Um, so he actually asked me, Chip asked me in his check-in, and I said to him, I was like, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I read loads of books because I don't. I would like to prioritise reading more, but I just yeah. don't know where I'd find the time, and it's as simple as that. I'm not, I'm not going to prioritise it at the minute over everything else that I'm doing. Um, but no, I said, and you'll know it. You know Lemony Snicket, series of unfortunate events. You'll have, you'll have probably heard of the film or watch the film. Yeah, There's a series yeah, yeah. of it as well that came out. I think it was on Netflix for a while. Um, but I read those books as a kid and they were good. I read Harry Potter as a kid. That was good. Um, mm. In recent years, I've read like some of Gary Vee's books when I've been on holidays and things. I read Sir Alex Ferguson's autobiography. That's meant, that's really good. Um, mm. But that's, again, these are like years ago. I haven't read a, actually read a book in since Egypt. That's when me and Shannon went to Egypt, I was reading Gary Vee's book, um, Crushing It. Um, I've read that the book to fair. My favorite book is probably that or which is like, it's, it's weird. I, to fair, I mean, depend, anybody can have their own favorite book, can't they? But I guess mine are more like, like that's like a business book. You know what I mean? It's, it's a bit weird that being your favorite book. Um, yeah. But yeah, I read that the subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's down there. I can see it. Um, yeah. I think everyone's read that book. Yeah. It's, Every, good, it's good. That book. Yeah, no. I feel like being a book reader is a very like you're part of like an elite group. You know, like, I like I honestly would like and again. Like I know I could do it. I don't want to be like oh I just can't like because I could I'd like prioritized it. But yeah, yeah, I really would want like that's something I think especially like may, maybe potentially with the new bike that I've got that's something that I could do because I can sit and it's easier to read. So that's something I yeah. could start like doing. But again, like I'll get up and I'll I'll go on my bike and I'm getting back to messages all morning. Like, I'll get yeah. back to messages for the whole half an hour that I'm doing the cardio anyway. Yeah, that no, makes sense. Right, I've got one. Um, where did you learn your PD knowledge from Finley Roberts? So, my client Finley. Where did you learn your PD knowledge, mate? For your own, you know, experiments on yourself. Yeah, you that's all. You know, that's what it is. Disgusting behaviour. What? You think it's disgusting behaviour, Beds? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hate it. Can't stand it. Yeah, I'm no, I, um, I have very basic knowledge on it. Like enough yeah. to not kill myself or kill anyone else. Yeah. Which is more than which is more than what a lot of people like, I wouldn't say yeah. like, you know, I mean, to an extent that's that's good. I'd you'd rather that somebody who's got yeah, loads of knowledge is. that pushes people too yeah. much. Yeah, you've got a definite understanding on like safer and I say safer, but safer yeah. use. I know how to do it. Yeah. I know if if I was to do it, I know for a fact that I would not be putting myself in uh, in a harmful situation obviously i'd be putting myself at greater risk than i am naturally i would not put myself in a harmful situation um so yeah like my, i have very basic understanding of generally sort of how to do it in the right way how to be smart with it um generally what i would recommend using in different phases but obviously you have more knowledge based on your own experience as well yeah and then also like it's something that i researched from probably about 17 18 Unfortunately, the research wasn't going up to the biggest guy in the gym and saying, yo, bro, what cycle should I take? And listen to them. So that's probably the last 300 megs on a Monday. Totally 
yeah, 300 megs on Monday. Uh, but in all seriousness, what I pretty much did was like since I was about yeah, 17, 18, uh, I've researched, I've pretty much been a member on every forum that you could imagine. I spoke to people, I asked questions, um, like not spoke to people in the gym, I spoke to people that I actually have respect for through social media or likewise in the industry. And uh, and then you get a rough idea, like you, when you're in that kind of circle, you can talk and you can talk to people. And I didn't actually run anything head wise for pretty much any client up until the point where I had enough knowledge on myself how to interpret blood work how to almost kind of know compound to compound like I almost think about like if you were to draft every single compound up so you could look down let's say the androgen route you could potentially look down potentially like the growth hormone kind of uh, area likewise you could look at insulin I almost think it should be an area where you literally know if a client was to come to you and I have plenty of clients I have a client called Tom I know where mommy saying his name who literally asked me a question probably about PEDs I'd say every every like three or four days and every time he's like mate how the fuck do you know about this like he'd heard about something through a, a guy at the gym and it's like well i've researched into every compound what the utilizations the, of them are the thing is the, actual well, like, kind of effort, the information you know? is out there like, yeah exactly you just have to put the effort in to find it same with anything like yeah. if a client asked us something and we genuinely didn't know we would look yeah. in the right places to find out for them like yeah. Or, or you would say, right, look, I, I don't know, so I'm going to find out or I'm going to try and find out for you. Like, you know, if it was something that was like really sort of particular. The thing the is, you have, you have to know where to look because the vast majority of cases, like it's literally, it's either 300 mega test or 500 mega test. You debug. Yeah, you wouldn't just Google it and uh, click on the first yeah. link. And then it's like, oh, I don't really want to pin. So can I do, can I do like Austrian or could I do potentially like Rad140 or like a PPAR agonist or something like Cardarine that's going to be non-invasive to hormonal and HPTA. And it's like in the vast majority of cases, like I feel like you could almost write up like a plan of just the most simple approach possible. And for the vast majority of individuals, it's like, wait, I only need to be in somewhat of an elevated like range of test. I don't need to have an AI. What? But it's, you don't really know that. And again, it's not a one size fits all, but the vast, vast majority of individuals, it's a very similar sort of approach into that kind of first exposure into androgens. And then it's more so individual needs based on blood work, based on compound utilization and go from there, which again, from a coaching standpoint, is quite important. You know, if you're an individual who's just thinking about yourself, hire a coach or put that knowledge into yourself where I've never had a coach to oversee my pet. I won't need one really. I think the only thought I think last year was like, oh, maybe from a competition standpoint, potentially it could cry a bit more. But even now I'd be like, yeah, sound, I know what I'm doing. Like it would be fine. And that was through experimentating and thinking, okay, cool, this works, this doesn't, let's try that differently next time. Yeah. Like we've said, if you don't have enough basic knowledge on your own, yes, I would like you could hire a coach, but also do you want to put your trust in someone that much to just be like, Oh yeah, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I think you should also know what you're doing. Like, so if you, if you are told what to do, you know what it is and why and how much it is yeah, and the risk of that, like rather than just being blind, like, yeah, do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree. Right. Your one, this mate. is from Josh C fit. Another one of my clients. Um, so, do you not answer any of your clients' questions on like check-ins or anything? Because all Wait, you, I get asked questions. All it is is from your why, clients. Well, well, he wouldn't ask this in a check-in. We actually talk about things that are relevant in a check-in. This is Maybe thoughts, on, thoughts on James English winning a pro card on his Sick. first prep. Too easy yeah. now. Yeah. Sick. He, he, I don't know about the standards because I saw that Anthony Medello or whatever who finished third in men's physique and said that the top two got pro cards. And I'm not joking. I don't know. Maybe it was the lighting or whatever. He was good. He was in good condition. 
but Jesus Christ, like he is not that good. He would oh he wouldn't win a PCO overall, and he's one place off a road card. So I'm not too sure if the standards over there are not the best. But James looks mint, and to be fair, I don't follow him, but I saw his Instagram post where he's like, my the feelings or act when you accidentally win your pro card on your first ever prep. And like I look at him and I don't instantly scream pro standard, but he's fucking good. He's very good. So yeah, fair play to him. Like really good work. And I don't think he treat he pr- pretends to be like the most optimal bodybuilder ever. I think he's like been on like peds for the last couple of years. He's taken it relatively serious for social media, and then he's probably took it up a notch this year. And he's got a pro card, very good genetics. Like he looked really good when he burst onto the scene. And like I said, I don't follow him. Twenty two. Yeah, he looks really good. So fair play to him. Yeah, I think like for for us to say whether or not it's too easy, it would just be like arrogant. You know what I mean? Like we, we're not we're not in the right place to be like, oh yeah, he should or shouldn't have won his pro card. Like yeah. at the end of the day, it comes down to who's there on the day. It probably is or definitely is a lot easier than it used to be. I'm sure they used to just give out like one. It was yeah. never just like, oh yeah, top three. It was like one at like the finals and stuff, wasn't it? Like back in the day, yeah. or maybe like two if it was like really good standards. So obviously it's going to be more difficult uh, back in the day and it's going to be easier now when there's more given out. It just makes sense in terms of percentages. But most people do look good to get them. It's rare that there's someone that you think, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you have to look decent, don't you? You have to look like to a pretty good standard to get it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so Archie has asked, what what do you think you'd be doing with your life if coaching or bodybuilding didn't exist? I feel like we've answered stuff like this before. Yeah, we have, haven't we? We said we generally probably be working somewhere within sport, somewhere within yeah. like still like health and fitness to an extent. Um, probably still trying to do something for ourselves if possible. Yeah. No, I agree. We we joked about working at Tesco during the, the last lockdown, didn't we? Stacking off coaching and stacking mm-hmm. chairs at Tesco together. It's a stacking check-ins on top of each other on screencasts, stacking boxes on aisles. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that could, that could have been an option. When we were getting pissed off lockdowns, so we were like, let's just go work at a Tesco. Mm-hmm. This, would, this would be a good one. Getting pissed we off have programming, programming home trained all the time, weren't we? Yeah, exactly. Doing too many like eccentrically challenged hold on contraction banded push ups with cluster sets and ISO holds in between rounds. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this again. Um, Macamorris has asked, mate, this is a good question. Uh, what's something, in your opinion, people don't utilize during an off season phase? And then he put dot dot, how's that for quality? Because we said, Maca, stop trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel for questions. <laughs> that's a good quality question, mate. That fantastic. Great quality question. Might, uh, shout out to Maca as well, because he, um, he messaged AJ and was helping AJ out with his posing. So appreciate that, mate. Thank you. Um, so what do people not utilize enough? Is that the question? Yeah. In off season. Yeah. I, I don't think it's utilized. I think if anything, it's like, we could argue, we could say posing, posing would be one, like you like go through poses, but I would just say that the classic structure, uh, it starts to slip meal choices. You become a bit slack bedtime routine gets a bit poor because you don't have cardio in the morning or you don't have steps and you just become a very much like a little bit sluggish a little bit unstructured and then food gets harder to get in you opt for easier food choices and that usually shows in the visual like right now for macros what a month or so after show after prep he'll be fine like he'll be good but like give it give him another four or five months 
old habits will creep back in that kind of structure from prep will lose like you'll lose out upon it and then that's when usually most people's off seasons go to shit because they, they they just fall off slightly in comparison to what they were doing so i would say if anything it's not utilizing but just maintaining real good structure is everything i'd say in an off season if anything it's more important than a prep potentially you could argue but i think high food yeah. is it's a job it's a chore I would say I would say if there was if you had to pick something I would say that people just neglect cardio because it's like oh, it gets like you say you, you sort of come out of that routine it's something that you can easily take out and it's not going to be drastically different you're not just all of a sudden going to get fat but you know you start to feel it you start to feel a lot more sluggish you start to struggle to recover you know between yeah. sets during sets um it definitely does play a role, hundred percent. Like you say, posing as well as another one. Same kind of thing, like posing fitness, but also just being good at posing. Like you know, it, it's going to be difficult if you only pose when it comes around to prep again. You think, oh shit, I've got to relearn all the poses and you know get back into the swing of it. If you keep on top of it year round, not only will your composition look a little bit better in off season, but you'll also have better posing fitness. And generally, you'll probably like how you look a little bit more in off season if you can pose a little bit better. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, the list would go on. There's loads of things that people neglect a little bit in an off season. Like I say, it's maybe not like utilizing a specific thing, like, but it's more so like having a few different things that people neglect. Yeah. Right. We need to wrap it up, mate. Yep. Cool. How many questions have you got left? You got loads. I've got quite a lot. I'm going to have to go back to them next time. Yeah, that's cool, mate. That's fine. I think I've got like one or two. So that's cool. Women, good. Right. That's that. Anything that you want to leave us upon, mate? You started your diet quickly, didn't you? So you're a few pounds down? Yeah, I'm a few pounds down. What was I? One, no, two. One? Keep saying one. 126 pounds. Absolutely shitted. Uh, <laughs> no, 226 pounds. I'm like six pounds down from when I started, which was the other day. So, yeah. See, uh, it's weird. feels weird dieting. But I also don't feel like I'm dieting. Like It feels weird like looking to see if the scale is going to go down. But yeah. other than that, I feel like exactly same, just not as full, which is nice. No, sound. I'm shredded now. I'm six weeks out. My legs, my arms, my chest, and shoulders are six weeks out. My back, 60. Back is still fat, yeah. Yeah, back's still fat. So, yeah, life's good. Life is good. So, hopefully, everyone's enjoyed the podcast. Um, as always, thanks to all the story tags. I do apologize. I don't think it's actually this much, that much shorter, but it feels it a is, more. It is a shorter episode, yeah. Is it? Okay, well, yeah. we do apologise. Next week, we'll be back to normal, hopefully, because we don't have physio and we don't have to move a few things around. Um, so, yeah, that'll be that. Other than that, have a good week and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. See you later. Bye.